Listen, if you want to be a grandparent one day, there's some serious information coming up here. You might want to talk with your daughters, especially if they're under the age of 21, because there's been some changes to the pap test and guidelines for the pap test. And so, you know, women under the age of 21 are not being tested for cervical cancer, and they uh, need to be proactive in asking for a chlamydia test during their pap. This is super important. Uh, we'll find out why right now with doc- Dr. Michelle Namer, who is co-lead on a study, uh, and uh, she's a physician at Mount Sinai Hospitals Family Practice. Welcome. Hi, thanks, Kelly. I appreciate you being here. Listen, I was having this discussion. It's really interesting that the story came out, out uh, on the CBC this week because I was having this discussion with a cousin's wife who happens to be a, a public uh, health nurse And we were talking about the fact that chlamydia is so dangerous because a lot of women have no symptoms for it. Can you start off by explaining what chlamydia is? Uh, So chlamydia is a sexually transmitted infection. And um, you're right, frequently um, women do not have any symptoms um, when they are infected. And um, it's an infection that could lead to some serious um, uh, consequences for women, including pelvic inflammatory disease, uh, ectopic pregnancy, and infertility. Um, It spreads sexually, and um, uh, what's most worrying is often people don't have symptoms and they could end up with these problems. If you said most people don't have symptoms, how do, uh, you know, symptom people, women uh, that present symptoms, how do they present the ones that do have a symptom? Um, So it may be uh, pelvic pain. It could be uh, discharge from the vagina. um, It could be fever um, or it could be, um, you know, pain related to a pregnancy in the tubes. Do men have any symptoms for chlamydia? Uh, Men don't experience symptoms as frequently um, as women. Their symptoms are less severe. Uh, It could include epididymitis or or chitis. And do they, and I have no idea what those itises are, but they sound yucky. Uh, Yeah, it's down in the pelvic area. Um, So now, do they have any uh, long-term complications from having chlamydia, or are they basically just passing it on? They basically pass it on. Okay. Typically, that's what happens. Good to know. Now, your your daughter, if you're listening right now, um, you know, it's very important that you make sure you have a chat with your, you know, the women in your life that may be having sex that are a little bit younger, and, and just talk to them about the fact that there have been some changes. May 2012, the guidelines from Cancer Care Ontario recommended less frequent pap tests for routine cervical cancer screening, and apparently when you do that, that is when they also uh, screen for chlamydia. Is that correct, or in, in the past they have? So in the past, um, it's been typical for uh, family physicians and um, healthcare providers to screen women for sexually transmitted infections at the time they come in for their routine pap test. And um, so like you said, in May 2012, there were changes to the recommendations for cervical cancer screening guidelines where uh, women who were under 21 no longer needed pap tests and um, screening could be done every three years of pap Mm. tests are normal. So um, typically since doctors were coupling the the screening um, with the time of the pap test, now I think what this study brought awareness of is that we need to um, uh, we need to be screening outside of you know needing to do a pap test. So we need to kind of uncouple those things, th- those two uh, things, sexually transmitted infection screening and pap test, yep. and do things a little bit differently. What did you find in your study, by the way? So we found that 
after the um, cervical cancer screening guidelines changed, there was a drop in testing for chlamydia by 26% in women aged 15 to 19 years and 18% in women aged 20 to 24 years. That's scary. That's quite a large drop. And then what we also found is that we were picking up fewer cases of chlamydia in that time frame as well. So um, 17% fewer cases in women age 15 to 19 years. Um, you know, what we were suspecting was there weren't actually fewer cases, but we were just picking up fewer asymptomatic cases because we weren't screening as many women. Um, and we actually estimated that there were about 2,700 fewer cases of chlamydia Mm. Um, that were uh, kind of missed every year in Ontario um, each year following the guideline change. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a large drop. And then um, looking at newer data, so information from Public Health Ontario um, uh, within the last two years um, actually shows an increase in cases. So, um, yeah, the number of cases have been on the rise. Yeah, and, and you know, that, that makes complete sense because if you're having, a, if you are, you have uh, several sexual partners or you leave one relationship and go to a new relationship uh, and you have chlamydia and you have no idea, you could be passing it on. So there's a lot of people, especially if it's not presenting with any symptoms in women, walking around, passing this uh, bacterial uh, sexually transmitted infection around and that, you know, could be potentially dangerous, as you said, leading to infertility. It's so important that we're proactive and, and talk to our doctors about uh, getting tested for this. How, what is the test? Is it pretty simple? So, yeah, in the past, we typically would do um, uh, testing during the, the pap smear. So that would include um, a swab from inside the vagina or the cervix. And um, there is newer testing available um, just through a simple urine test. Perfect. So uh, I guess the takeaway from this is make sure you're talking to your doctor, having a conversation. If you are sexually active, make sure you test yourself. It's just uh, it's amazing to me that more people don't talk about this because I think it's pretty important. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Canadian guidelines are recommending that women under age 25 um, uh, have uh, regular testing for um, STIs and speak to their physician about their risk and how frequently they need to be tested. Dr. Namer, I really appreciate you joining us today on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Dr. Michelle Namer talking about uh, chlamydia testing for young women. You have to be proactive. If you're a guy driving around the car right now and you have hopes of being a grandpappy, then it might be important talking to your, you know, your 20-something-year-old daughter and saying, hey, uh, you're probably sexually active. I don't want to get into it, you know, too intensely, but make sure you're asking for the uh, chlamydia test just to make sure because it can lead to sterility and infertility. It's, it's not a great thing.